Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. And now we just sit here and wait. So let's get started. So today there is a lot of talk about marijuana, the significance of 420, and things like that. However, the vast majority of Americans and possibly people all around the world, they are sitting on pins and needles right now waiting to hear what the jury has got to say in the case of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin for the murder of George Floyd. Now, you know I don't normally like to talk about things like this. However, this is what's on everybody's mind. It's on their hearts. You know, people are troubled by this because if you think about it, more than 3,000 National Guard soldiers, along with police officers, state police, sheriff's deputies, and other law enforcement personnel have flooded the city in recent days because the verdict is looming. And the sad thing is, we don't know when the verdict is going to come down. It could come down today. It could be in a couple of days. It could be in a couple of weeks. And just thinking about all of that, that concentration of law officers and security and whatnot in that area, on top of the fact that there are people there that are hurting. There are people that are terrified that are scared, they're afraid. And when I'm not talking about just black people. I'm talking about people in general. Just if you go on social media and just randomly look, you'll see that everybody is talking about this. Now, there are some people that got a lot more fire in what they're saying than others. And, you know, you're always going to have that one person that's going to try to push the envelope, that's going to try to get all the likes and all the comments and all of the smoke that comes with having an unpopular view on something. In a lot of cases, these people just want it for the clicks. That's all. You know, they may or may not mean it, but they're trying to become Instagram famous. And you know what? If that's your MO, then, you know, do you, boo. But this is a serious situation here that that we've seen happen far too many times. It plays out over and over and over again. And I think for some people, you just don't understand the gravity of the situation. Like there are some people that are kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, but you kind of have to put yourself in other people's shoes in order to understand it. Have you ever watched one of those movies where you've got the main character and they have had it rough? They've had a bad day. They've had a bad year, a month, whatever. Things have just not been going their way. And they come home and they're exhausted and they're just frazzled. And they get that one phone call or they get that one letter in the mail or that eviction notice on the door. And it's like they snap. And they are they do a Tasmanian devil type thing in the house and they blow through that room and tear things up and they're screaming and yelling and they get to the point at the end of all of that rage, then they just like break down on the floor and they cry and cry and cry. 
that right there is the type of stress and strain that some African Americans feel every time something like this happens. Because every time we think that that last incident was the last one, seems like there always comes another one and it's more egregious than the previous one. And you're looking at it and you're thinking about it. When when we see images like this officer with his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck, you can't help but to see your father, your brother, your next door neighbor, somebody that you know, love and care for. And then that that puts you in that that feeling. You know, none of us had to know him to to be able to sympathize or empathize with what his family is going through, what his friends are going through. We didn't have to do that. We didn't have to experience it firsthand because just by seeing someone that looks like you, that that's trauma all in itself. Because then mothers start looking at their sons and thinking to themselves, what must I do to save my child from something like this happening to him? So you may have heard that black people give their kids the talk. And this talk is where you tell them how to conduct themselves, what to say, what to do, how to say it, how to do it when you are confronted with a police officer. You know, I, I there's a, a situation not long ago when we were living in Florida. Uh, we had not long moved there. I didn't know anybody there really. And I'm driving on the interstate and I go and I pass this car. And it's almost as if this person was upset that I passed them. So what did they do? They sped up and they were like riding right alongside of me. Well, I'm nervous. I'm in the car by myself. I don't know what's happening. But I end up, I slow down, they slow down. I speed up, they speed up. Then they drop behind me and they're on my tail. And it's like, you know what? I don't know what's about to happen. I I slow up and I speed up really fast and I go over this overpass and there's a policeman on the other side. Well, he, of course, clocks me speeding. This police officer had to flash lights on the car behind me to get them to back off of my tail so that he could pull me over. I was so grateful to this man until he started to speak to me. (laughs) This police officer was so freaking rude to me. He accused me of driving a stolen car. And so, and it's one of these things where, you know, people try to make it seem like it's so simple. They're like, oh, but you know, they're, they have to tell you why they stopped you. Well, you know, he told me that he stopped me because my car fit the description of a stolen car. I don't know that. I can't verify that information. Every single police officer could use that line if they wanted to because there's no way I can fact check him on that. I cannot fact check him. And the fact that there are cars like mine all over the country, I'm sure that somewhere in some city, in some jurisdiction, there is a car that looks exactly like mine that has been reported stolen. So there's nothing I can do or say about that. And I'm I'm grateful to this man. I'm like, thank you so much. And he's looking at me like I am polka dot and plaid and like with an attitude, what for? Almost like you should be fearful right now, not grateful. What for? Why are you grateful? 
And I was like, that car that you had to pull off of my bumper to pull me over? I don't know who that was. They had been following me. I was trying to get away, and I w- that's why I was speeding. I know I was speeding. I can tell you that for a fact. And he was more interested in the fact of, why doesn't your driver's license match your license plate? Well, we're military, sir. And... um yeah. So then he proceeds to tell me, well, you sh- you're supposed to get a new driver's license. Well, where was I supposed to find that out, sir? I guess you were just supposed to get pulled over to find out. This was the attitude this man had for me. And I'm just like, well, wh- where can I read that? Can you show me where I can? I don't know where to find that. You look it up yourself. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He even had the nerve to ask me if I had a job. Ooh, really now? So I hear people saying stuff about, oh, police officers aren't as bad as you think or whatever. But ask any of your black friends, if you happen to have any black friends, if they've ever had an an type of run-in or interaction with a police officer that was not favorable. And you think about that person's character and who they are and how they are. And then to listen to that story and see if you understand why when we see stuff like this out in the street happening, that that it's traumatic to us. It's serious. So like that character in the movie that just can't take it anymore and they just explode. Some people explode in their own places and spaces. Other people, while out waiting to hear, they may not be in the best place and things may get out of hand. Am I saying that I condone that sort of behavior? No, I don't. However, I cannot sit here and say with a blanket statement that everybody that is out and about when rioting and looting takes place is a bad person. Just like I can't say that all of them are good people either. In every bunch, there are some bad people. Even with the insurrection, I saw this a clip from TV where there's this group, I'm not going to call them by name, but there were a lot of them there at the Capitol. And there were some that didn't go that were like, well, that couldn't have been people from our organization because we don't do that sort of thing. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to know that in every place, in every organization, there are good people and bad people. And it just so happens the bad people from your organization showed up and were representing in their regalia, their shirts, their whatever, representing your organization. They actually tried to say, you know, you don't know, those could have been BLM people that were dressed up like us. Yeah, it's not that serious. People aren't going to great lengths like that to try to frame somebody else for something when all you have to do is look at the person's face and then find them and know the truth. So no, it it doesn't work like that. We can't do blanket statements, but what we do need to do is come together and have these tough conversations and try to come up with some solutions for the problems that we have in society. You know, as long as there are some that feel that they are better than others, as long as there are people in powerful positions, you know, we've seen it in every aspect of life, whether it's in the boardroom 
or on the police force. We've seen people who take advantage of their privilege, of their power, and it's just not right. It's not. So in these next coming hours, days, weeks, who knows, that we're waiting for the verdict for this trial, I don't know. We shall see how things play out. Prayerfully, it's for the good. That was today's episode of Tweet Trends. Do me a favor, share this episode, or you know what? Matter of fact, share the entire Tweet Trends catalog with a friend. And, you know, because if they've got free time on their hands that they can listen to a really short podcast, then, you know, we've got serious stuff, we've got silly stuff, and some stuff that is just plain old ridiculous. But long story short, we've got something for everybody. So do me a favor, share with them the hashtag Tweet Trends. Or, you know, you can send them to Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at HeyYvette. That's at H-E-Y-E-V-E-T-T-E. Like I said, once again, or just find me with the hashtag Tweet Trends. All right, guys. See you again on Thursday. And just as a reminder, Thursday is Earth Day. So go ahead and start thinking about what you're going to do to make the Earth a better place.